Hey everyone, and welcome to the Engineer of What podcast. You have myself, Nathan Westfall, and Ricky Warden. Rick? Hello. Yeah? Uh, I know it's what been up? a while since we talked because we recorded yeah. our uh, last one a while ago, but how have you been doing? Doing all right. Been a long week of driving uh, for work. Um, Pat, other than that, though, I mean, it's been good, though. Been getting out of the office. You know, usually a lot of times you just start getting stuck in the that. office. Yeah. Yeah. Get stuck in the office and you just keep every single day office, office, office. You know, it's good to get yep. outside. Uh, yep. Wednesday, I got outside. It was like I was almost outside all day, so that was nice. Doing a oh, that's nice. visit for a warehouse. But, How was uh, the temperature down there? It was actually really on Wednesday when I went outside. When I was outside all day, it was like 50 degrees and full oh, sun. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was like driving Tuesday. It was like hour, like three hours worth of driving. Then Wednesday was six hours worth of driving. Thursday mm-hmm. was another two hours. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Thursday though, I can't complain. It was a our company holiday party. So oh yeah, then worth it. Sure. Did I tell yeah. you it was our brewery? Did I tell you that? No, you didn't. No, yeah, it was at a it was at a local brewery. Um, nice. I didn't win any. I didn't win anything good. I want. I was going for that hero. Uh, GoPro Hero 7. Yeah, you had a lot of good stuff. I was super jealous. Well, they had, um, what, six Google Home Minis. They had, like, four iPads. Yep. Um, They had a few. um, They had Echo Show and a Google Home uh, Hub. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a couple of 55-inch TVs. Which yep. is sweet, but then they had a lot of other little gift cards and what I got. We got a fifty dollar restaurant gift card. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not much, but like that's on top of your yearly bonus. So like, I can't complain. You know, it's, yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, yeah. It, and then we also had a full on taco truck, full oh, menu, that's cool. full menu for free, and then Chick Fil A, also. So like. I mean, I can't really complain because that's like two hundred percent better than what most companies do. I mean, nice. you told me yeah. that your company just did give you beer, so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, were you able to bring your uh, your wife to the Christmas party? Or yeah, was it just a place? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, they we, they they let you bring your uh, spouse or so, you know, yep. significant other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's yeah, cool. Really we nice. uh, we had a couple. I actually had three Christmas parties this year. How it oh, worked out. So we have this thing called annual meeting week where. It's at the same time all the remote employees come in, um, and we have, like, mm-hmm. a day worth of meetings of just, like, a recap on the year, where we're going next year, all that stuff. That makes sense, um, yeah. Yeah, which is great. I mean, a day of free food and not working, sure, I'll take it. Um, mm-hmm. So the first night, we uh, the smaller development team, so the specific team I'm on, um, went out to dinner, which is only, like, six of us, so it wasn't bad, right? We just right. went out for a few yeah. beers and just hung out. Mm-hmm. The day, the next day, all of development went out, and that was like twenty-seven people or so. Um, oh, and we did. Oh, this was pretty cool. We did hibachi. Oh, where'd you uh, go? Uh, Kodo. Oh, right down the road from you guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was great. Our bill was through the roof, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, we all caught a lot of good food. Um, no, Kodo's and amazing, though. It is. It was a super fun time. Like that was great to hang out with just your department too. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Because of how big the office is, Wednesday was the Christmas party kind of fun night where you could bring a spouse and stuff like that. Um, and we had, like, indoor cornhole. Uh, okay. There was food, beer. A magician came. It was kind of cool. What? Okay. Yeah. That's different. That's yep. different. Yep. I you didn't know, think I'd like it, but I think I also liked it because I was two, three beers in. So I think that's how, <laughs> they, that's how they played you there. They're like, that's how they get give you. them the beer first, then give them the magician. Liquor them up. Yeah. 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 They'll act like kids. Well, yeah. we, we had a um, – they hired a trivia dude for our That's uh, party. Cool. See, trivia well, is a whole okay. other level of – You yeah, think it would yeah. be cool, right? 
But when you have for about 100 plus people in a small room, I'm talking like oh, maybe yeah. 50 by 20, uh, the brewery, oh, it was, brewery yeah. was basically just a tap room, right? So yep. it wasn't very big. Um, and they had the trivia guy. He was like, he had like pretty large speakers and he was loud, but nobody gave a crap. Yeah. He was just like talking. He's like, all right, who's ready to play? And blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, all right, zero. We all had these numbers for the giveaways, but they yep. also use it for trivia teams. Oh, okay. And he's like, all right, zero through 10. You're Who's zero through 10? Nobody raises their hands. Uh, like, all right, anybody? Anybody at all? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the third time around, he was like, all right. And then he had like three or four people raise their hands. Like, all right, now everybody over here, zero through 10. Then like 11 through 20, something like that. And again, nobody raised their hands. Yeah, yeah. He was like, all right, guys. Uh, maybe. You should, maybe they shouldn't have given your bonuses yet because you're not <laughs> participating. But like, um, it was just frustrating for him. He, you could visibly tell he was getting frustrated. And then yeah, finally, we started to play. But like, when he was asking questions, he actually put like work into them, like asking us stuff yep. about Duffield or about, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, See, that's pretty cool to do company-based trivia too. Oh yeah, so he actually put some work into it, which I liked, but it just it was taking forever because nobody gave a crap. Everybody was just standing around drinking beer and talking, like nobody really. Yeah, cared. I guess I guess it was that was kind of stupid. Too. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, our we didn't go out for ours. It was actually at our office, but because right. it's a brand new office, it's huge, right? right? So we have these giant hallways. So like we like we were literally playing cornhole in the hallways because it was so wow. big. Um, That's awesome. And then for the magician thing, it was. Maybe like a hundred or so of us, but we have an auditorium too, so oh, okay. kind of no one felt Shoot, crowded. Seriously? If you wanted to be in there, oh yeah, yeah, we have like a two hundred person auditorium. Is it? This is on British American, huh? Yep. Yep. What the heck? <laughs> I didn't know yeah. it was all back there, huh? Yeah. So it, it like worked out size wise, like it actually was pretty yeah. comfortable to be in there. Yep. Yeah. Huh. So. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah. Anything else going on this week for you? I mean, Christmas yeah, parties are always fun. This week. Um. This week, not this week, but the week before, I got my work laptop, which is pretty yep. sweet. And um, you got a new phone, right? And you I got, got a new old. phone. The same personal week. phone, work laptop. Personal phone, work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the work laptop is a Dell Inspiron um, workstation. So it has the and they. What do you say? It costs it's what, cost them like twelve hundred bucks or so, thirteen hundred, yep. something like yep. that. Um, got two hundred fifty six gig SSD with nice. an Intel i five. Uh, yeah. Four core, um, and then it has. How was uh? How was that USB thing we were talking about, right? Because it's the USB. It works docking. pretty decently. Um, okay, but like you know how now in Task Manager they have you you can see which GPU is being yes. used. Yep. I c- and it shows like GPU zero is Intel, and whenever I'm using that on my screens on my um, two larger screens through mm-hmm. the dock, it's using Intel integrated instead of the uh, NVIDIA P six hundred. That's right. Six. Yeah. But then when I move the screen over to my over to the laptop screen, it it's starts switches. using NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I mean, it's still, I think it's still using the NVIDIA card as a renderer, and then it, and then the Intel graphics packages it up and then sends it to the dock, and the dock uh, unpackages it and then puts it onto your screen. So I think it's still using NVIDIA. Gotcha. Um, because in I was some way. Yeah. right. Because I was like, I installed Steam on it, you know, because it's a, it has a four gig P six hundred. I mean, I'm going yeah. to play it. Um, yeah. And then I was playing a couple of games on it, and it was so so smooth. So obviously, yeah. it's not just using Intel integrated, you know. Sure. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, 
Yeah, it has the four gig P six hundred, and then it has it uses the T uh, the Thunderbolt three for the uh, dock, which is pretty sweet. Right. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Backlit keyboard, and the keyboard is actually phenomenal. It's sort of, it's a soft touch, so yep. like when you're pressing on it, it doesn't like click or anything like that. Nice. And it has a lot. Nice. It has a decent amount of travel too. Which oh, is that's nice. always good. Yeah. yeah, you normally always compromise one for the other. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, yeah, it's um, no, it's a very nice. It's much better than my HP that I that they used to had, used nice. to have for work. So, yeah. Uh, now for the phone. phone yeah, yep. I got a LG G7 Think Q. Well, okay, so spend it's spelled thin with and then a capital Q, but they say you're supposed to say it Think Q. I don't know. Oh, no. It's Think Q is like. LG's AI enabled brand, uh, essentially. That's so why they have a Think Q fridge. They have a Think Q freezer. I want to say, or no, TV, and oh. then now they have the phone. That's weird. So all that means is that it has AI on it, which or it's okay. AI. I got gotcha. you. Like, yep. it's made more better for that. So like, I have there's a dedicated Google Assistant button. So I guess that goes along with the AI deal. Um, have you do you use that a lot, or is it kind of like? At, well, yeah. it's nice because. Instead of just having Google listen to you, it's a push to talk to uh, I got you. Google. Yeah, so so then the one. if yeah. it's in a loud room, I can I can have some time to bring up to my face, press the yep. button, and then talk to it and then release it so that it's not guessing on what I'm saying. You know, yep. That's It's fair. just taking yep. in the sound that I needed to. Yep. Um, other than that, though, it's super, it's super fast, 4 gig RAM. I mean, which isn't, you know, normally they come now with eight, but I mean, four, four is still good. Four yeah. is still just fine nowadays. Yeah. Um, so far, anyway. Uh, yeah. The camera is really nice. I like the camera because it has that wide. Um, you can set it to wide. Gotcha. So, like, the 120 degree, I think, is like what they call yeah. the highest wide. Well, yeah. yeah it's, t- it's normally just goes with the standard um, width, but then you can zoom out and then it gets super super wide especially yeah, when you sure. go when you flip it to a horizontal mode yep you can get a huge picture with that that's pretty um, cool low light is very decent also very decent nice. um nice. screen is pretty is very vibrant also is this um, an edge to edge one or whatever um people call it's edge a thin, to edge? it's thin bezeled it has a little bit of a chin yeah um but it has a nice thin bezel and the notch like i don't understand so it's a notch deal. Yeah, I don't understand what the big deal is, honestly. You get used to it pretty quick. Yeah, I'm like, I don't notch, care. Don't and then, and then with LG's um, specialty OS, it's still on Android 8, by the way. Yeah. Um, with their specialty, you can actually hide it, and then just be it's just black on the top. Oh yeah, people or have you been can doing that. make yep. it colorful or whatever. Um, yeah. Which is nice that people add that yeah. addition if you wanted to do it. Yeah. But like, I think it looks cool. I don't know. That's just yeah. me. Um, biggest thing. That everybody nowadays is like, oh, you need a headphone jack. Well, this thing has a headphone jack and then some because it has nice. a quad DAC powered head jack. Yeah, um, you were telling me about that. I'm kind of, that's pretty crap. cool. That thing yeah. is so clear. Because, like, in Spotify, I download on high quality yep, now. Of course. Yep. Um, I wouldn't go very high just because I don't have, like, Sennheisers, but I have some decent earbuds. And yep. that high quality with the, with the quad D- DAC on is it's probably great. Absolute butter. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, it's like they're like LG is like the last ones to have a phone jack on them now, except for Samsung uh, S10. Now it's a premium feature on Samsung S10 line. On the oh, S10. I didn't know that. Yep, yep, they're considering a premium feature now. Um, battery life is very good. I can go easily a day and only hit like maybe 30%. 
oh, nice. recharging. Nice. Um, and that's with pretty decent use, like um, Reddit and texting and whatnot. Yep. Uh, and with Bluetooth on. That's with Bluetooth that's on. That's true. Yeah, because you have your watch, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, the only one gripe I have is yep. the when you open up an app, let's say it's in dark mode. Like, yep. let's you know, like YouTube, for instance, right? Yes. Yep. You pull up YouTube in dark mode, and the usual and this has been a feature on Android for a while. Is the top bar, the notification bar, goes to black to match, or it matches whatever uh, right. the app the is gray showing, or, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, the navigation bar doesn't do that. It's white. It's just blinding white, right? <laughs> um, is that because of LG's custom OS on top yeah, of it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah it, whereas my Nexus 5X wouldn't do that. Gotcha. Like, it would change to whatever color it is. Um, gotcha. I don't know if that's because you can double tap and on this one little button and have the navigation bar go away and then only use the navigation bar when you swipe up from the bottom and then use it. So oh, I don't know if it's, like, gotcha. because of that, but, like, I tried to find even, like, some uh, apps to fix it, and they just can't. So I don't understand mm. what the issue is with that. But, that sucks. I mean, that's, like, one of the only things, honestly. Yeah, I didn't like the a... launcher, so I downloaded a Google Pixel launcher from sure. some website, from XDA, I think. Yep. Um, which is super nice, because now it's Pixel yep. style. Um, yeah, it's overall very fast, though. There. Yeah, which is great. Pretty I mean, and you're you're still on Google Fi, so it's nice to have a phone. Yeah, and that's why I got it. getting be, a Pixel. Yeah, right. I got it for uh, what was it, four hundred bucks off? Yeah, or something is, like that yeah. on yep. Cyber Monday with Google Pixel. Um, nice. Yeah, and well, the issue with Google with Google shipping though is all comes from like one uh, warehouse for America, so mm. it took oh god probably about a week over a week to get to me even though it said like oh it'll be here by friday and i ordered it on tuesday it got here on like monday tuesday yeah so yeah that's a, that was the only great but i mean eh, oh well amazon just ruined us now with two-day shipping so yeah oh well. it is what it is yeah. yeah i mean i remember back when i was younger when we would order stuff when we would order brand new phones or whatever it would be like two weeks and be like oh that's great you know like, yeah exactly yeah. yeah nowadays it's like in past two days you just like forget you get that annoyed, nah. yeah no yeah, yeah exactly and it's not free yeah. oh pff, screw that yeah. exactly yep. yeah it's amazon yep. broke us um but yeah so now i have that nice it's very it's really nice phone and i like how bright the screen is in the sunlight actually Oh, that's always when a you, plus because you are outside a lot. Especially yeah, when, so yeah, like yeah. when I was outside and it would be stu- it was stupid bright out, um, and it has like this special mode where it's sunlight mode and it cranks the brightness up to way beyond where it normally is. Nice. And but it only lasts for a couple of minutes because it drains the battery so much, but sure. it gets the job done, right? Gotcha. Yeah, so um, it lets you do what you need to do if you have to yeah yeah yeah. and then it has a pretty good uh low light also like zero percent backlight is pretty nice and uh dark so has a really nice range on that too Um, it still has lg features of tap of tap to wake you know just double tap on the screen yep Um, which is nice typical lg stuff yeah nice yeah cool very good phone I like yeah, I like it. I think it was yeah. I think it was good good three fifty spent, honestly. It was like three fifty yeah. for that or like, you know, maybe some older phone that isn't brand new, you know. I'd rather yeah. take this one with a Snapdragon eight forty five, like brand new processor and everything. Yep. Definitely yep. like it. So worth it. That's yeah. awesome, man. Absolutely worth it. Yeah, so great read for you and tech. New laptop, oh, yeah. new phone, mm. killing it. Mm-hmm. Love nice. it. Nice. 
Nice. Well, a lot of other stuff happened um, this past week. It was actually not this week, but the end of the week before. Microsoft had their Connect mm-hmm. conference, which for those of you who don't know, so they have they have really like three big conferences over the year. They have Microsoft Build, Microsoft uh, Ignite, and then Microsoft Connect. Build is kind of um, trying to think of a good way to describe it. Build is like good, like an all-around type conference. So it's normally a couple of days, a lot of hands-on stuff. So it's like, here's what's new in Dev World. Here's what's new in Azure. Here's what's new in Office. Um, Ignite, I think, is pretty heavily uh, Office and Azure. So like SharePoint and all that stuff. And Connect is um, like dev tools, like what's coming out next year. And then always, like, as again, a little bit of Azure. A little bit mm-hmm. of Azure is always included in everything. But right. um, they actually had a lot of good stuff this year. And Connect took me by surprise because I was, I was on vacation the week before. I came back to a bunch of work stuff and I was like, oh, crap, Connect's this week. And uh, I caught as much as I could, but I totally forgot about it until the day of. Um, right. But I know there's probably not a lot for you in terms of how it benefits you to go over. But as a developer, they announced a whole bunch of stuff that I'm super excited about. And I already started using some of it. So, oh, really? Well, I think the biggest thing that I that general consumers are going to see, um, well, they didn't announce this at No, at so code, yeah, let's clarify. Connect, this, wasn't at, this wasn't at Connect, but it was no. within like 24 hours of Connect. They announced right. this. I heard, although I did hear it like, a week before that they were there doing were something there were rumors, but then they actually, yep. yeah, then they, they confirmed that, uh, they're making a chromium based edge, which I now, great. yeah, which Especially now as a surface go user now, yeah, I have mm-hmm. been using edge more and more. Um, but there are still things I have to use Chrome for. And if they make a chromium based edge, I might switch entirely, at least on this machine. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know I, yeah, I've just never used Edge because I don't have all my Google stuff on there, I guess. Right. You know, I, I don't have my history. I don't have anything, you know, all my saved passwords. I don't have any of that, which, you know, maybe saved passwords are bad, but whatever, you know, I have it. Yep. But, See, um, my thing is I don't have a lot of extensions for, for Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I use LastPass, but you can get the same extension for uh, Edge. So all oh, my really? passwords oh, are on both. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, but I'll say, too, what – they Microsoft said they were going to do, and I don't know if this was officially what they said they were going to do, or they kind of like breezed over it. Because they're making them Chromium-based, they also said that any extensions that you have in Chrome should work in Edge. Like, right. devs don't have to do anything. It should just, just work. They're going right. to support all the same APIs, which is pretty cool. Right, and a big just a, too. You just download a .CRM from the Chrome store. I believe it's yep. .CRM. So it's like and to be honest, thing. they'll probably have some nice migration path, too. Mm-hmm. Like, normally when you switch default browsers, they're like, oh, do you want us to import your history and all this stuff? They'll probably be like, oh, you're coming from Chrome. Do you also want us to, want us to import all your extensions? Right. You know? Yeah. Now, I know Edge, they always tout about the battery life over mm-hmm. Chrome. Now, mm-hmm. is this going to – I don't know how it works on the back end. So now, is this going to affect the battery life of Edge? I don't know. I don't know either, and I hope it doesn't, because I will admit that Edge does do better. At oh no, absolutely, yeah. It's Chrome. just Chrome with the RAM usage of Chrome is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. That's why yep. it kills your battery. But I don't know about I don't know if if it's Chromium or if it's like Chrome that makes that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they'll have some good uh, comparisons once they build the new Edge out um, right. for what I'll work with. 
Um, and I also heard this. This is I don't know if I read this online or if this was another rumor or whatever. So they have like obviously the Surface Go now, and they're starting to get more into that market of like portable devices. Mm-hmm. They might b- make a Windows 10 that is Chromium based, kind of like Chrome OS. Oh, that's right. I was talking. I thought it was. I think I was talking to you about that actually. Yeah, maybe I heard it from you then. So, yeah. Um, which um, I I don't know how that will work, but I'm interested because as you said they'll support all the chromium extensions so in well, theory okay so then now that's interesting because the chrome extensions that's the whole basis of uh chromebooks is the chrome extensions and right. well now now it's the android too but you know that's off to the side they probably won't chrome. go the android route but what they'll, no. what i did hear is that they'll go the route of okay so it's a chromium based os um but they'll probably still support windows because right now windows 10 is so bloated because mm-hmm. it still has to port, support software that runs on, like, Windows XP and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, like, you can run older apps, obviously, on a Windows 10 device. Right. They want to make one that's Chromium-based, so you can use the Chrome extensions like Chrome OS and make it Windows 10 so that if you do have an app that's for Windows 10, so like anything in the Windows 10 store or anything kind of built by a developer after 2015, um, will work. So right. it'll decrease the size of Windows 10, would still allow you to do Windows and Chrome-based stuff on the same. Right, which I you'll, think be, is you'll be cool. able to run that window, that Word, that Excel, PowerPoint. Exactly, but not um, like you know my XP program from 2003. No, yeah, you're not gonna be able to run anything stupid like that. But you can run your Spotify and your thing, you know, just basic stuff. Basically, anything that a Chromebook can do, you you should be able to do on there. You yeah. Know? Um, yep. But I think I don't think that their OS would be Chromium based. I think it would be it would be Windows based. But then with this Edge Chromium crossover, they might just make it more embedded, right? It would so be like, more integrated. Yeah, more yeah. integrated. Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. Yes, definitely still Windows ten based, but a mm-hmm. more integrated. Because it want to be experience. different. You don't want to have just oh, this is just basically another Chromebook. You know, that's yes. what if yep. they didn't make a Chromium based OS, that would literally be the headline. Microsoft yes. makes a Chromebook. Okay, yep. like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that would not be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think that would be a that would be a very tempting offer, honestly. Especially if you price it in that three hundred dollar range, that'd mm-hmm. be very tempting. Which is kind of where the Surf- Surface Go is now, right? And if they honestly right. came yeah. out with the Windows Ten, mm-hmm. that was they got rid of all the bloat and had the Chromium stuff, I would probably wipe my machine and and, and use it. Because oh, yeah. I can't think of any older programs I use anyway, so it's no. why wouldn't I? I mean, as long for you at, at least, as long as Visual Studio Code works vs code actually vs code sorry vs code thank you excuse me um as long as vs code and your browser and i don't know a couple maybe a couple other things that you use work on there i think you're basically good to go you know yeah which is all i use it for now because a lot of stuff is browser based aka chrome os you know yeah a lot of it's web-based a lot of it yep right So, so speaking of vs code there's a new one 2019 so there's Visual Studio 2019. Oh, excuse me. I know. Goodness. I'm just trying to clarify for you. So there's Visual <laughs> Studio 2019, uh, which I believe there's a preview one out right now, which I hear mixed things about. And then okay. there's new updates to VS Code. So just a quick background. The difference, Visual Studio is like a full-fledged IDE. So you would compare that to like Android Studio or, um, see, I can't even think of another one, Android's, or Xcode for Mac, right? It's like a full-blown IDE. VS Code is like um, just a text editor with some properties. So VS Code's like um, Sublime Text. Remember using that in high school? Yeah, kind yeah. Of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that stuff. So it does doesn't take as much to run. And VS Code is completely cross-platform too. So Mac, 
Linux, Windows, all that stuff. Um, so what would be the advantage for a full-blown IDE? It would be like... So I can't, you... I can't program Android and iOS on VS Code. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Okay. But you can do all the... Stuff. Right, you, but you can do all the web-based stuff on Correct. VS Code. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha. I do all the web-based projects I'm working on now in VS Code. Okay. And so this we'll get into this more later, but they also released .NET Core 3.0 in preview. Um, and what this supports, which is interesting, is they also support um, WPF applications. So Whoa. the way, yeah, so this is WinForms is the really old one, then WPF, and then UWP. UWP are the type of apps you build on Windows 10, Windows Mobile, Xbox. Those okay. are like the WP architecture. Yeah. yeah. WPF was right before that. That's how you'd build Windows apps on like Windows 7, Windows Vista. Um, they still work on 10, but it's the like older framework. Mm -hmm. WPF uh, is still widely used, and .NET Core supports it. So you can now build WPF apps in VS Code, which is, I have one right now, just as a test dummy, and it actually works pretty good, pretty fast. Um, and because it's VS, and because it's .NET Core, I think that means that it'll work on Linux. Don't quote hmm. me on that, but... Okay. Since .NET Core is supposed to work on Linux, I would assume that because WPF is on it, it'll now work on Linux. But huh. don't quote me okay. on that. Right. Um, but here's the two big features of Visual Studio 19 and VS Code that they released. So they have this thing called IntelliCode, um, mm -hmm. which basically just helps you as a developer write code. So if I do like property name dot something, it'll be like, oh, do you mean two string? Do you mean, uh, you know, some prop, some, you know, variable after that? Um, they actually took a bunch of open source projects in a bunch of different languages, C-sharp, Java, JavaScript, um, a couple others, and actually ran it through machine learning. So now it is smarter about detecting what you actually want to do next based on the situation. Hmm. And we'll use those same ML models to train the IDE based off of your code. So if you use two-string all the time, for example, it'll start putting that at the top of the list as suggested next functions for huh. code so okay. it's kind of like helping you write code yeah it makes it quicker right yeah okay. yep and then huh. the other thing that's cool is they have this other feature called live share mm -hmm. um which has been out in preview for a while but now it's just built into everyone's ide so the problem before was you would have to install an extension make sure the other person installed the extension all that other stuff and what this does is rather than like screen sharing i can have visual studio open or vs code and then you can have vs code or visual studio open oh that's cool doesn't need to be the same i can yeah. share my code with you and then all of a sudden you can view all the files on my machine you can it's like a it's like google docs word editing but with code so you can see where huh. my marker is you can make changes i can debug an application and you can like watch me debug it and make changes and all that uh, other stuff. That's really cool. Okay. And it lets you do it with up to like 30 people. So it's Holy like the whole crap. concept of peer wow. programming, but remote and makes right. it super well integrated. Cause the whole sharing screen thing is like, I've done that and it's complicated, you know, sometimes it gets Laggy. pixelated. Yeah. 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 But this is like, Nope, it's in your IDE and you can just go right that's through so it. So cool. Huh? Yeah. Has that been, has that done before in an IDE or see, not that I know of, um, as I said, this is now just built in. So it's been in preview for probably eight months or so. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so it has been out there. But now that it's built in, people will probably start using it more because they don't have to download something separate. It's just built right in. Hmm. That's so cool. I'm pumped about that one. Yeah. That one. That uh, was really cool. Yeah. That'd be too if one of my programs had that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so that's all they have with VS and Visual Studio. Um, they announced some other cool stuff. So, like, obviously, this was the first event they had, I think, since Microsoft bought GitHub. Yeah. So they did talk about open source a lot. Um, they actually made a pretty cool distinction. So they have Azure DevOps, which is, like, coding or a uh, – it's software that developers can use to kind of manage their code. So you have, like, user story planning, automated builds, code repositories, test plans, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are, you know, wondering, they're like, oh, you know, I'm in Azure repos. Why would I use GitHub? Why would they have two of the same – all that other stuff. They actually straight out said they were like, so Azure Pipelines, you can use in both, right? It integrates super well with GitHub, and they plan more integration with it. They were like, if you're going to do a private project, so like something that I'm going to build that's enterprise level, right, for a customer, I'm going to build in Azure DevOps because it's a private repository and all that. Hmm. If I'm going to build open source, they're like, go ahead and build your open source code in GitHub, but we are integrating over the next year like deeply with GitHub. So you can still use DevOps, but you can have your code in GitHub. So it's because mm-hmm. if you're doing open source, GitHub is the place to have it, right? Everyone right. knows to search there. Everyone knows how to contribute, but they're just building those management tools into Azure DevOps and letting you integrate the two. Well, and also, it, I think you said a couple episodes ago that uh, now Azure is free if you're doing open source. The pipelines are, yeah. So, pipelines? Okay. Um, yeah, if you actually go to the engineer of what, I did a yeah. blog post on it when I had my demo a couple of weeks ago. Um, but if you have an open source repository, you get unlimited build minutes and pipelines, which is... That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else really does that well. Because the benefit, too, it's unlimited build minutes. I can build on a Mac, which I know there's no other software that offers that for free. Right. Um, so... Super big benefit. They're trying to really jump into that space. Which is great. Yeah, again, that open source. Yeah. Hmm. And I'll, I'll say, so DevOps has really stepped up its game, too, since this. I signed up for DevOps uh, right after Connect for an internal project. And let me tell you, it is amazing to be using DevOps for this project. I can get from code um, on my computer to it being reviewed by someone to automate a test to production in, like, 20 minutes. Holy which crap. is like incredible because it's like with one click of a button, someone's reviewed my code, my test cases have passed, it goes to QA, someone can approve it, and then it'll automatically roll out to Azure in all these different services. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So like 20 minutes might sound like a lot, but right. if it if you think of our old production pipeline, uh, a rele- uh, change could take easily four hours and a bunch of people doing manual steps. This is all automated one button deploys to Azure, all this cool stuff. So huh. they've gone a long way for yeah. sure. That is, that is way better. Yeah. Than what it used to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, doing good stuff there. That basically connect, right? Is that it? Yeah. Or the only thing I'll mention is, so with the GitHub stuff, they, uh, mm-hmm. so .NET Core 3.0 and preview, um, which is supposed to support WPF and I think WinForms and, Microsoft continuing their training. So you know over the past couple of years, they've been open sourcing more projects, right? So technically, VS Code is open source. Um, what else is open source? They have uh, Mono, Xamarin, uh, .NET Core. They open sourced WPF and WinForms, which is like the old school Microsoft products. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool because like as soon as they open sourced it, I think they already have like 100 community-based features that have been merged in. 
So like the product is already seeing improvements just by being open source. So like the next version of WPF, which has been out for years, will have all these community contributions to make it better. So I'm pretty pumped that they announced both of those as open source. Huh. That's yeah. really that's really cool that people are just like doing that. Just because yeah, people like jumped up. right in as soon as they did it. They were like, "Yep, so cool. I wanted I've been wanting to fix this for years and I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> do it myself, you know?" Yeah. And they're not like they're not necessarily bugs. They're actually like like you know how uh, on Windows on certain WPF applications it asks you to select a folder, and it's that really annoying dialogue rather than the one that everyone's used. They fixed that. Someone actually did a pull request, and now if you build with the new version of WPF, it'll have the extension or the view that everyone's used to. Wow. Yeah. So stuff like that is already getting. See, that's yeah. That's why open source is great. Yeah. Well, because you have the whole community behind it, right? So you can see people voting, where the momentum's going, all that stuff. And Microsoft doesn't need to hire 20 new devs. They need to hire one or two to just review the pull requests coming in. Right. Right? So you have a whole team throughout the world working for you, whether it's a small change here or a big change here. And then you just need people on your side to review the code, not um, belittling the little work of reviewing code. It takes a lot of work for someone to manage an open source project. But the resources put into managing a project versus hiring a whole team is totally worth it. Right. And then you get into all that work done for free too, by just people doing it. Right. And people want to, right? right. I mean, I, I yeah. want to, I'm looking for stuff to go do in there just cause it's like, yeah, I actually want to go change this or, you know, maybe there's just something specific for my company. So I'll fork the repo, make that change. And now my company has its own version of WPF that we use. Totally right. possible. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. So huh. super cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I know I've been talking for a while, and we're getting towards the end here, but is there anything else with Connect that I may have missed? I don't see anything. Uh, they obviously uh, announced a bunch of more stuff about Azure, uh, next yeah. generations of Cosmos DB, next Kubernetes stuff, but um, we don't have to get into that. I'm not really an expert at all, so I'm not going to try. Unless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got some GIS stuff for this week. Oh, you little, do? Yeah, a little company called Mapillary. Um, so I've basically, never heard of them. So remember when I showed you that? Um, oh, what 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 was it? It was Street Map Mapbox. I think it was Mapbox. Mapbox yep. is um, AI powered. That's right. Um, where you could see the street video. like in the camera and then see what's there. And... Right, right. Yep. So then this company is basically the same thing, except it's still images, and then it analyzes it for. Um, to pull data from it using AI. Interesting. Right. So if you, I put the um, link in the show notes here. Oh, yeah. Let me look. Um, and what it will do is you just have to upload pictures using any camera or anything like that. Um, just smartphones, action cam, you know, GoPros, whatnot. Um, and then you can actually integrate it to your mapping and GIS workflows. Right. Oh. Uh-huh. Right, That's so, pretty cool. um, and it'll actually it'll integrate with ArcGIS, which is pretty I see cool. that, yeah. Um, and what's also nice is that now with the new Arc Pro coming out here soon, uh, they have 3D um, visualization. Well, they've always had, always had that, but now you can measure stuff in 3D, right? Yep, I saw that. Um, using you can that, you, yeah. using a known point, and then you're measuring buildings or whatever with that. 
Um, this can actually help with that, I believe. And then in addition to that, you can also, it's also using, you can actually use it for autonomous driving, right? So mm -hmm. for um, Tesla, they could probably use this if using, well, I guess, eh, I wouldn't say Google Street View because that's kind of old sometimes. Um, but you can, recent photos, you can use that, and then now you know, okay, this street right here is 15, or there's a sidewalk there, or at mm. this point along the street, there's a sidewalk. So super accurate stuff. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I it mean, looks like there's even a spot where, like, it's not just you working on it. You can globally collect the data, mm -hmm. right? Contributors all over the world. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like this. This is interesting. Right. Uh, we can put that in the show notes for uh, Yeah, I'll throw it in there for sure. One. Because this yeah. is a super, because they are a part of the Esri partner network, so they're yep. Esri is working with them here. Um, what I also thought thought was, thought was interesting is Vermont Agency of Transporta Transportation. Can't talk today. Um, hmm. Is working with them on this. Interesting. Too. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna so have to look know. into this and see if there's something cool to do with mm. it. There's, there's a lot of good stuff on here. Yeah, um, got a lot of public works people are working on it. Um, see, because the coolest feature I can see so far is you don't have to drive around with like a Google car. Right. You can have just your smartphone, right? right. So exactly. someone for you, yep. right? You can walk down mm -hmm. the street with manhole covers and start picking them up, mm -hmm. and then put them in your ArcGIS map automatically. Right. And now, okay, now and now think about this too, with um, FCC and. America just uh, just approved uh, using Europe's um, sub one meter GPS yes. on phones. Yes. Yep. So now you're going to have super super accurate image uh, GPS images with this. That's going to be awesome because you can do well. Here's a use case right here: cyclists, for instance. You can see. Um, you can see where the bike lanes are, and you can map that throughout the city. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like where things are going. So then, now on Google Maps or some your your own personal map application, you can be like, all right, so I know that there is a uh, map, or sorry, a bike lane on this side of the road. So then, to turn mm -hmm. left might not be a great idea because you can go up another um, street here, and then then take the corner or something, you know, something yep. like that. Um, but there's a lot of different interesting use cases if you go into their uh, showcase area here. Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff. I'll definitely include oh, yeah. this in the show notes because I'm going to be looking through stuff. this more. I just uh, my buddy just sent this to me yesterday. So, um, but yeah, it's um, depending on your length of road network. Um, it's about up to okay. So let's say you want to do a thousand kilometers of roads and you mm -hmm. want to do everything like uh, imagery, uh, map features and object labels, 10,000 a year for, or sorry, for 10,000 kilometers, it's 50,000 a year. But mm -hmm. that's giving you all of that power. That's so yeah, much power. A lot of stuff, there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lot of man hours you could just mm -hmm. do through this. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. And then they have add-ins, too, for ArcGIS Pro. Yeah. And um, then they have private imagery hosting. And then wow. they also do training d data also. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good find. Nice. Seems like a seems like they're a small company, but they have some good partners, like, all over yeah, the world, Yeah, a lot of people too. bought in already. Lithuania, yep. Amsterdam, 
Yep. Like a few people in America. Yeah. Anyway, as a little GIS the company for this week. Hopefully yeah, next week I'll, we'll, uh, hopefully I'll, next time I'll have some somebody else to bring in. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll definitely include that in the show notes, and if we mm-hmm. find anything over the next couple of weeks, maybe we'll do an episode on it or something, mm-hmm. um, just about what it can do because that definitely looks interesting. Yeah, just, there's so many new little GIS and niches that are popping up now. It's so yeah. interesting to see all this popping up, and it's like here's a use case for this, so we're gonna be, make a company just for this, and this is you know this is what we're really good at, yep. and then making something yep. else for this. So like. Like, sure, you can have, like, these super high-quality ortho images, but it's nothing compared to this right here because this is ground-level data, you know? Right. Yep. Wow. Super cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think that's all we have for this week. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to thank everyone for listening. If you want to find out more, you can find us at uh, theengineerofwhat.com. Uh, feel free to send us an email. Just click this uh, contact button at the top. Let us know what you think. Um, and we'll see you all next week. This is Nate. This is Rick. Thanks for listening.